friends and welcome to the Pushing Back the Darkness podcast, a podcast that I, Emily, record with my sister, Brittany. Hello, Brittany. Hello. How are you doing, Emily? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Well, I'm hanging in there. I officially have a three-year-old today. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yay, but it's like, how did this happen to me? I know. know, She's not allowed to be three. It's, she's such a She's such a grown-up little three-year-old. But I mean, she was a grown-up little two-year-old. Right? She is. And as a, as a two-year-old, she was smarter than some of the four-year-olds I used to teach. And yeah, now well, she's she three. Really is smart. Like, she's very she's smart. So and now, she, and like, we're not just saying that because we love her so much. I used to, I used to work in pre-K with four-year-olds and she was, she's smarter than some of them were. So, yeah. So I'm always asking them, I'm like, is this more, is this like normal or like, is she ahead? And she's like, uh, yeah, some of our pre-K kids couldn't do that. So. Yeah, no, she's she's doing well. But I know, and today she's three. I know. Three going on 33. She's 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 a very mature she's little lady. She's too big for her britches, y'all. She is. She, she just, she really is. And she says things that you're like, wait a minute, did you just say that? You, a child. Yeah, you say not that? rude stuff, but like intellectually, like. Yes. Ahead, like, like, like when like, she asked her dad when he was doing something and she said may I have a go? Yeah, she loves Peppa Pig. Yeah, she does so love she Peppa says, Pig. So she says daddy in her little British accent. Okay, yes, so most, she's a British baby. Most two year olds, they're just trying to learn their American words. Mm-hmm. She's got her American words, so now she's trying to learn her, her British accent. Her British accent. She says <laughs> y'all, no lie. No hesitation, nothing. He was being goofy and she says, daddy can I give it a go? <laughs> yeah, and then wasn't it sometime one time she wanted to do something and you told her not right now and she said that's a shame. Yeah, not in a British accent. No, she, yeah, that was she just, said that's a shame. That's a shame. <laughs> like, I'm like what? Wow, all right. Yeah, I'll ask her. And hey, do you want to go do such and such, whatever? And she's she, one time she said no. I looked at my husband. I'm like, did she just tell me no in a British accent? He said yes. And yes. Then, that one time she wanted home, a snack. She said, she's like, may I have some more? Yeah, I want some more. Yes. Like, and it's funny. Uh, British. And baby. you know, like. You know, like when 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 kids ask for permission, they'll say like, "Can I do something?" Whatever she says, she says "May I?" May I? Yeah. Like she she does. She says, "May I have, May I have something, snack? please?" Have, you know. Yeah. And she's very polite. She's, she's very the most polite. polite two year old. Now she's three, but she was the most. She's polite not three until she wakes up. That's she's right. still asleep. She was the most polite two year old that I ever encountered, for sure. Yes. She's she hasn't got it quite right though, because she'll say, "May we?" You know. Yeah. So she's still learning how to. But it, I guess technically that's still correct. May yeah. we go to, or may we watch a movie? May we? And that just sounds French to me. Yeah. May, may we? we. I know. <laughs> that's funny. Or may you get me a snack? You know, yes. she's learning. May that. you get me a snack? Um, yeah. And I'm I'm a little sad because y'all are going out of town today, and so I'm not gonna see her. Yes, it's actually a really busy for day. like a whole week almost, and I'm not even gonna be able to give her a big squeeze and say happy three year old day. No, she was so excited. It made me feel so good because we had her little birthday party on Saturday, and she kept saying, "This is the best birthday ever." Aww. And um, it, like whenever I cut her cake, she so she wanted y'all. She, first she wanted a mermaid party. I wish party. I could have been there for that. And then she, I know it was so sweet. And then I she only decided, left because it was my husband's birthday. Yeah. I, I didn't just Dutch, d- ditch her party. Us. 
and then she decided she wanted fish on her cake so we had to kind of like switch to just underwater in general theme yes thankfully <laughs> emily was able to redo the invitations last minute so um it, was easy. it all worked out but her little cake turned out precious and there were like these clownfish on it and she loves clownfish she was like, a clownfish. You know? So I asked her, what kind of piece of cake do you want? She's like, I want that one. She wanted this one little fish. So I cut out, you know, her little piece of cake. And when I said it in front of her, she's like, this is, she whispered, this is the best birthday ever. Aww. I'm like, and I was like, okay, mom, she loves, check. she loves to whisper things. Yeah. Which I felt bad because I felt like I was throwing her a less than adequate birthday. No. Because, well, because she wanted, y'all, she wanted an underwater birthday and we don't have a pool. So we got her a little water slide for her and her friends. And it was pouring down rain at the beginning. And she wanted chicken, macaroni and cheese, cucumbers, and watermelon. So, like, you know, for her first and second birthday, it was mainly for the parents, you know? Right. And so, Chris is like, do we have propane? Like, what are we grilling? And I kept telling him, baby, we're not grilling anything. We're having three-year-old food. Yeah. Like, it's a party for a three-year-old. Yes. And so, I was like, it's kind of a, not like a crummy party, but kind of, you know? But but she had no. a total blast. And I, like, I don't think, even for the adults, I don't think it was a crummy party. I mean, because most of the adults there, I mean, like, they, like... It was either family or they brought their kids too. Yeah. So it's like and their kids, all the kids were having so much fun. Yeah. So it's so. like this is perfect for a kid, and also you know it was Patrick's birthday, and so I called you to ask what kind of food there was going to be because he wanted to know if he should stop and get him something, and so when you told me you the first things you said were macaroni, uh, chicken nuggets, macaroni, and I was like we're good, and you we're kept good. going, and I was He's like no that's fine. Three year old. And so we did have I told him. I had a joke dip for the, oh, I didn't even have any of that. I didn't know about that. Uh, and there were pigs in a blanket, and that was that was my favorite. Um, because Patrick and I also are three-year-olds, and so uh, we eat like children sometimes. Mm-hmm. So when I was like, husband. I was like, say less, we're good. And so when I told him, he's like, oh, all right, we'll just eat there. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you're going to be so happy. Happy birthday. You're having chicken nuggets, macaroni, and, you know, three-year-olds. <laughs> that food. night, she said it again. This is the best birthday ever. I Aww. said, I'm glad you enjoyed it, baby. I said, but guess what? I said, today was your birthday party, but Monday is your birthday. And mm-hmm. she goes, oh, another birthday party? I said, no, <laughs> not quite. <laughs> That's funny. It was so hilarious. Yeah, she makes me so happy and brings joy to our hearts. She's, she really is like a like pure joy bottled up in a little human being yeah she is and like even like even when she's not feeling well she's still like so happy and And you asked her i'm like baby do you feel yucky she's like i feel good i'm like even when you know she doesn't yes it takes a lot for her to say she feels yucky and like she's just so happy and she's always so like she like she just always has a smile on her face and she she always has joy in her heart yeah she does she always she's even when, yeah, it's like a less than Except ideal situation. Except for when there's a bad not. moment, but we all have those. Oh, yeah. But, like, you know, she's, she's, she's two. She's, she doesn't she's really three. throw a lot of fits, though. No. Um, but even when there's, like, a less than ideal moment, you know, like, sometimes she'll say, I was afraid or I'm upset. She, she hasn't said that in a long time when she says, I'm upset, you know, yeah, she would say she'll that. she'll tell you. But she hasn't really said that in a while. Or sometimes she'll say, what's wrong, baby, when she wants you to yeah. say, what's wrong, baby? She hasn't said that in a long time yeah. either, which makes me sad. I know, because she's, 
She's I know. growing up. But she really is, like, she's like a little tiny human being that was just, like, joy poured into her to the brim and sealed off. Like, she's full of just all the good things. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, our episode today, even though it's her birthday, is not about her. It's not her. about her. <laughs> but, uh, but it's easy to talk about her. It really is. You know, we literally could yeah. have a whole episode about her, but... Then we'd accidentally say her name, and I'd have to edit it out, and it's just a lot, so we're not going to do that. But, um, you know, we don't we don't say her name for, you know, privacy reasons. She's three, so no one needs to know her name. It's nobody's business. And if you know her, then you know her name. There you go. Consider yourself blessed to have known her and to, well, to know her and know her name. Anyways, um, but we are talking about happiness and joy, which is basically, you know, what our whole podcast is about, but... Yeah. We're 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 delving into things more today because we're talking about the difference between happiness and joy. Yeah, and also I think for both of us, um, different reasons, like it's been well, life is life has been a roller coaster for every for everybody, right. period. But I think more recently, um, there's been some ups and downs in different ways for both of us. Mm-hmm. And it's not that we don't have joy. I have joy. You have joy. Right. Because joy comes from the Lord. Yes. Like the, the only also, way you can get also joy re- is from the really Lord. really quickly, our grandpa's visiting, so you might hear him in the background, and that's fine. Oh, yeah. Just be happy that he's with us. Pip-pop. Pop-pop. Yes, pip-pop. <laughs> yeah, he has many. He has he, three he, names. He wears many hats. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, sorry. So, go ahead. I know. I was just going to say, um, you know, that joy comes from the Lord. If right. You, um, I'm sorry to tell you, somebody lied to you. If you don't have the Lord, you don't have joy. You have a counterfeit. It's, it's not real joy. Right. Because joy only comes from the Lord. You may think you have joy, but you have moments of happiness. Yeah. And actually, um, so, uh, on the verse of the day on Friday, it was Romans chapter 15, verse 13. It says, this is the King James Version. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. And I was, you know, I've talked before about how whenever I, you know, read my Bible in the morning, I like to look up the verse of the day first and I like to listen to the devotional. And um, the gentleman that was talking, he said something that was so interesting. He was talking about how... Um, you know, people say, well, I'll be happy when this happens or, and happy, I forget what he said, the root words, the Greek root word was, but basically it comes from what is happening around you, like events. So you can be happy or unhappy based off of events that are currently happening or maybe something that's not happening that you wish would happen. Those type of things make you happy but those things don't bring you joy so i like what he said that uh happiness i i'm not gonna remember i don't remember exactly what he said but he basically said like you're you're riding on the the day-to-day seesaw of happiness yes yeah when you don't when you're ebbs and flows you're up right when it's happiness and not joy but people think that if they're unhappy you know they well, two back, back two ways. People think they have joy 
when they are actually indeed happy. And people think they don't have joy if they're unhappy. But joy and happiness are not the same thing. They're not interchangeable. And they don't really have much to do with each other other than the fact that, you know, you can feel happy sometimes if you have joy. But joy comes from the Lord. Right. And also, like, like happiness will put a smile on your face but joy will keep a smile on your face yeah and joy is just like in your heart you it know? is it's it's, it's that you. it's that that feeling inwardly that puts a smile on your face because it comes from inside and comes out of you yes um but but joy also is not just being happy it's that it's that feeling in your heart of the peace that you have um which <clears throat> can only come from god pardon exactly. me exactly so, you know, someone might give you a compliment that makes you smile and makes you happy, but that's not joy. That's someone, you know, right. that's making you happy. Right, that's just Like, it's something that's it's, happening. It's part of the up and down of the day, part like of the seesaw of the, the day. The first part of the verse says, now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing. Right. So, like, God is the one that fills us with joy. And I, I feel like it's important to also say that, like, it says, now the God of hope. A lot of a lot of people that feel like they're in hopeless situations still feel moments of happiness. Yes. And so that's how you know the difference. And that's one way to know the difference. Because, you know, if you feel like you're in a hopeless situation, if which, listen, friends, there is always hope. Always. Okay. Yes. If you ever feel like there is no hope, there is always hope. Mm -hmm. Reach out to someone because you need to get yourself help and that is okay. But there is always hope. But hope comes from God because God will fill you with hope. So if you're feeling in your heart like there's no hope, but you still have moments where you, you know, have a smile on your face, something makes you happy. That's just it. That one thing made you happy. It didn't bring you joy. Um, well, it's also like faith, you know, Yes. Um, because hope is, the, um, according to dictionary.com, you know, the all-knowing dictionary, it's the feeling that what is wanted can be had or events will turn out for the best or also another, <laughs> that's our grandpa. Uh, and when he whistles, side note, it always makes me think of Nanny because she'd say, Debbie, you quit that whistling. Yeah. <laughs> Especially so when you're playing games. hear him whistling in the background, and I hope that brings you happiness because yeah. it brings it, me happiness. It puts a smile on my face. Um, and he has no idea that we're recording yeah, right he now. Has no so. idea. He, he's listening to it. I think he's listening to the Bible or something. He has no idea. Yeah. But another definition um, or like a verb, like when you hoped or hoping to feel that something desired may happen, to trust or a lie. So it's. You know, it's faith. It's right. having faith that something's going to work out for good. And yes. we know that God is a good God. Right. That's what the Bible tells us. All good things come from above. But we've talked before that the goodness of God and the definition of good is not what we view always as good. Mm-hmm. You know, like him working it out for our good doesn't necessarily mean that in that moment it's going to make us happy because it's something that we like, you know, right, quote, unquote, right, like. right. And also, like, you know, him working it out for our good is, like, sometimes it's not even what we think, like, our good is. He knows what yeah. more than we know, which yeah. is basically, like, what you said, but it's, like, it's, like, sometimes we think, oh, well, this is this is what would be good for me, and God is, like, 
And God is like, no, it's actually something else that would be good for you. Um, you know, like you may think one thing, but God sees the big picture. We just see our small picture. Right. Well, we don't really know what is good for ourselves. Like the Bible tells us that the heart is deceitfully wicked. And so we can't trust in our own, on our own understanding or our own heart or desires. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, actually the, the actual verse, I guess we should put that in there. Um, it's Jeremiah 17 and nine. It says, and once again, this is from the King James. It says the heart is deceitful among all above, sorry, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. And then the next verse goes on to say, I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. Which goes back to, like it says, the fruit of your doings. Which goes back to, what type of fruit are you producing? That is, and that, and also the Bible tells us, which we've said before, by your fruits you shall know them. So you can identify people by the type of person that they are, by the fruit that they produce. Right. And the same for others, when they see what type of fruit you produce, they know what type of person you are and what's in your heart. But but going back to, I mean, I know this is like a rabbit trail. You can get off, you know, talking about a thousand different things. But going back to how you feel or whether you have joy or not or, you know, I really, I really thought this is what needed to happen. You don't, we think we know what is good for ourselves. We right. think we know what we need. You know, but we don't, and we can't trust our heart because the Bible tells us in Jeremiah that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Right. Right. Um, yeah, and in the uh, in the CSB, uh, so in the King James it says, "Who can know?" Who can uh, know it? Yeah. <clears throat> in the CSB it says, "Who can understand it?" Which is the same, but I think it's funny because it's like no one gets it. Oh, there's my fridge, y'all making noises. <laughs> That was fun. Y'all, we literally talk about how this is a real life podcast. And yeah. guess what? We're not, we don't, we don't we have don't a blooper that. reel because uh, we don't need one. It's we right here in the episode. It in. Yeah, you got to listen to the episodes. <laughs> Emily has uh, appliances that talk to you. She's got. I do. Yeah. And they don't come that way. They just decide yeah. that they're going to make noise. At the most inopportune moments. Yeah. yeah. So um, if your fridge ever starts making that sound, it's called water hammer. And, is that really uh, what it's called? It is. And oh, wait, didn't your have toilet that in the bathroom too. Yeah. Yes, your toilet will also <laughs> sometimes do that. It's uh it's real fun. So uh It also will terrify you if it happens in the middle of the night or like when you if you've never Okay, so <laughs> like we just talked about Emily's uh one of her toilets used to do that. I guess Patrick fixed it though because Yeah, you have you, you actually need to fix that when it happens yeah. because it can be a problem with your pipes, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, I was over here one day. I don't know, like I was in the hallway in the the bathroom. Just you were staying over here for a yes, few nights. When, nights. Yeah, and um, the bathroom just starts making this loud noise. Now I'm like, um, um, like I don't know what to do. Like, does anybody hear what's going on? You know, and then you know she's like, it's fine. It's just the toilet. Like, but that will scare you in the middle of a very quiet oh, um, yes. afternoon. It certainly will. Just randomly, especially up. well, and it wasn't even an afternoon. I think it was the middle of the night. Yeah, it happened, was. Right? It was pretty late. Especially whenever you're the one using the bathroom, you're like, I didn't break anything. Yeah, I didn't yeah. do anything. I think it that's actually, uh, like I? I think I had just flushed the toilet or something, and then I was washing my hands, yes. and I was like, 
um, I did not break this. I and didn't it, break anything. And it was louder in the bathroom than it is in the... Yeah, it's really loud. It will definitely scare you if it catches you off guard. Yeah. So, anyways, water hammer. Look it up. Or don't. It just, it sounds like... Uh, it, yeah, that's what it sounds like. You just heard it. <laughs> what were we talking about? I think that's a plane. <laughs> Whatever that is. There's was. an airplane. There's a lot of noises today. <clears throat> we, but it's we funny because about... every single time a noise happens, it makes us laugh. So there you go. Thank makes, you, Lord. <laughs> Bring happiness to us. <clears throat> we're, it's, it, it's, uh, I don't know if I would call that happiness, but it's just funny. It, you know, it's funny because it's, funny, it's like, yeah, it's life. Yeah, it's like, of course that would happen. But I think it's just one of those things where, um, you just, it, well, like you said, it's just, it's life. In life, I am so, y'all, I am so bad about this. Um, it's like one of my, and my husband's like, I guess not greatest arguments, but. Like, I have a plan. I will be trying to plan something if we're going to go on a trip or if we're going somewhere we need to do something or A, B, C, whatever. Pick something. And it's like, okay, we need to leave it this time. Like, I have it planned out. And inevitably, like, he will not be ready. Like, it will not. I'm like, we talked about this. We talked about this for days. Like, I've told you, I've told you the plan, like, many, many times. And sometimes she'll call him and she'll say, you have this amount of time. You might want to go ahead he's and like, take a okay. shower. And then he's like, well, I didn't know. I'm like, what do you mean you didn't know? And then it's like, it's so frustrating to me because I'm like, we're going to be late. We're going to miss our she reservation. She comes home and he's or, working in the garage. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> we have to leave in 20 minutes. And you still have to take a shower. And let me just tell you on a side note. I laugh, but it's He don't take funny. no five or ten minute showers. No. He's going to take a 45 minute or an hour He shower. has to have a snack in there. Yeah. He like, takes a snack with him. He's, I'm like, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> I love him. He's he like likes, a, he's like a four year old. He he said he likes to sit there and let the water run over his head. Yeah. One oh. time I one time I was like looking for my stool that goes in my closet and like and then I, I don't know why I pulled back the shower curtain and it was sitting in the tub. I'm like, were, were you using my stool? He's like, yeah. I was just sitting on it and letting the water run over me. I'm like, that's called a bath. Just take a bath. Like no, <laughs> y'all. Anyway, so it's like I will have a plan. But just inevitably, and, no matter what, no matter how well I plan something, it will not go to plan. It will not go to plan. And, like, your your frustration, and I'm laughing, but it, like, I, I, I understand because I would be so frustrated as well. Yeah. But, like, like being... Can you just get ready? But like, being a person on the sidelines, and it doesn't usually affect me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it has. But it doesn't usually affect me, so I'm, like... It like it's funny to me because I don't understand it because I'm just like, I don't understand him. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just like, like what I are just want to be like, what is wrong with you? Like, <gasps> but on a side note, like, but he's your husband and you love him and he makes you happy. I love him. Yeah, <laughs> but he also drives me nuts. Um, but I do love him. Yes. But anyways, uh, I started reading. Uh, I th- I don't know if I've talked about this or not. That took a turn. But I've started to take a turn. You, I mean, you just can't. There are things out of your control, and it's just better if you can just learn to say, "Well, well, what are you gonna do?" You know, that's right. not my personality. Like my when personality, you're, I strive for perfection. Yeah, you you have I, a plan and a schedule. Even when even when I was planning my wedding, we sat down with my aunt who was kind of like directing it, and she's like, "What do you want to do for this part?" And I'm like, mm, "It's whatever." And she's like, "You're you've been very easy in this whole process," and I'm like, hmm, "Well." I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I just want to get married, so. Yeah, it's like, at the, at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. 
Yeah. But, you know, I don't I, understand bridezillas. I started just reading married. this um, book about, I forget what it's called. I'm sure, I'm sure I've said it on here before. If not, I'm sure I will talk more about it. I'm only on the second chapter because um, you have three I'm trying to slowly. Because hmm? you have a three-year-old. Yes, I have a three-year-old now. Oh, sad day. <laughs> but I'm happy I have her, so I mean, I guess it's a good day. Happy day, but also, can't believe she's three. Bittersweet day. Yeah. Um... Anyways, it's talk. It's it talks about always being in a hurry. It, it's it's basically about the elimination of being in a hurry. How to and eliminate you that? Are always in a hurry. And I am always in a hurry, you guys. And like, I, how many times do I tell you you need to go listen to one of our earlier I know. podcasts? It's just that I don't allot myself enough time, or I do, and then my husband, or and then your daughter, my daughter and then you know, or and, your mother, and it's like. Or somebody will say, or hey, can we swing by? It's like, no, no, we cannot swing by, blah, blah, blah. We don't have time. Like That would be But mom, then the yeah. thing is, is that I feel bad to say no. So I'm like, well, let's just try to squeeze it in. And then I'm rushing. And then I'm in a hurry. And then I'm So like, you need to learn also the art of no. Right. But it's like, I want to help people. I want to be helpful. I'm like, yeah. well, all right. So, but anyways. Sometimes you, you know, say no. I, I started reading this book and it's really helped me. I would say in the last, like, two weeks, be more, like, you probably haven't noticed because you've been working, but I'm, 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 because I, I used to always tell my daughter every day, wherever it was that we were going, we were always in a hurry. I'd be like, come on, babe, let's go. We're in a hurry. We got to go. Let's go. Come on. Hurry up. Hurry yeah. up. And it's like, I even recognize, I'm like, I don't want her to, like, want, because, okay, it's pretty bad when you're, at the time she was two. So she's like, when you're two-year-old, ask you. Mom, are you on the struggle bus? <laughs> yeah. I taught her that. You're welcome. No, babe. I'm not on the struggle bus. You know, I'm. it's just that we're running late. We're in a hurry. And um, I'm like, okay, this is pretty bad whenever my two-year-old recognizes, like, we're in a hurry. Mom's on the struggle bus. You know? Yeah. Um, is this is this a bad more? Is this a bad day? I'm like, no, it's not a bad day. You know, I'm like, that's pretty bad when your two-year-old starts asking you that. Right. So this book has really helped me. And I uh, don't have it with me, so I don't remember the exact title, but I will tell you guys later because I'm sure I'll talk about it more. But some things just, actually the majority of things, it's just not worth it. It's really not. Like, that's basically how I live my life. It's just not worth it. It's not worth being in a rush. In traffic, we'll get there when we get there. Because listen, (laughs) if you're stuck in traffic and you're late for something... What are you going to do about it? You cannot control that. Well, and also... You can control your safety and how you react to things. Like, let's just call it what it is, okay? Most of the time, like, the majority of the time, there are a few, like, a small, not even whole handful of exceptions to this, what I'm about to say. But the majority of the time, it's your own fault. You didn't leave in enough time. Right. Yes, there's an accident. So that's not your fault, but you should have left earlier. You shouldn't have said it takes us 25 minutes to get there. So let's leave 30 minutes. 30 minutes. We're yeah. we're loading the car so that you know like it's your fault. I like, it's my fault. I like to leave my yeah. house 30 minutes early for things when I know it's it takes me like 10 minutes to get there. Yeah. And, and so that, a lot of times I'm like if I'm going somewhere locally, I'm like if we have to be there at this time, we need to leave 30 minutes early. Now, sometimes it doesn't happen, especially, like, if we're going to, like, a relative's house. It's like, well. Yeah, she showed up right at the time of the party. But also, no, you like to. I was early for I was going to say, though, you like to get there early because you like to sit in your car and, like. I I I have a hard time like, with you can't transitioning. You get there and get out walking. No. I, I need a transitioning period 
So if I like, which some people don't get that, but some people really do get that. So if I get somewhere, I need a few minutes to sit in my car and ha like sit in the silence and then I can go about what I'm doing. Um, especially if it's like I'm, I'm about to have a social interaction mm -hmm. because I am an introvert, but I'm an extroverted introvert. So I can be social, but I have to mentally prepare myself for that. Right. So, um, and that is a thing, look it up, but anyways, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so for me, it's like, if I'm going to go to a social gathering, I do tend to show up right on time or just a couple minutes late because I'm mentally prepared for that. And I don't like being like an early person and being like the first one there because then I feel the need to be the one who like keeps conversation going and that's not easy I, for me when sometimes. I'm nervous I feel like somebody needs to talk so I yes. need to fill this space with words which it's not necessary but I I, I just make I don't get nervous in the silence but I guess I'm like I don't people think I'm being rude so like you know I'm like oh I need to talk I need to say something but then I'm just talking about you know stupid stuff that doesn't really matter and it's like right. why are we talking about this and, i don't know because i felt like i needed to say something you know yeah and that's one of the reasons why i in a social interaction i don't want to be one of the first people there so i will make sure like if i get there early i will sit in my car until someone else comes because i know that there's not enough people here to be filling up the conversation right. and you're gonna have to do it yes yeah. because i have to i feel the need to have to do that so uh so yeah that that's one of the things that i definitely mm. I definitely but, do. But there's really no reason to feel that way. Like, you know. No, but it's, that's just who I am. Yeah. That's no, just I who it. I am. But anyways, and it and also, like, sitting in my car, like, having that that few minutes of peace, like, that that makes me happy. Like, I, because it, it, it gives me, like, a restfulness. Right. Well, and it does give you a restfulness, but it also gives you kind of like, like you said, it's a reset. Like it, like it gives you a moment to like collect your thoughts all together. Right. Just like take a breath and like kind of move on to the next thing. Kind of, just kind of like a, like a period at the end of your sentence. Yeah. And now we're going to start a new paragraph. Yeah. So like when I get to work, I get there like, I typically I'm there over an hour early, but that's. So I, I usually get there at least 30 minutes early and that gives me time that I'm not like coming from my house all the way driving there straight inside because I'm rushing. Like it gives me time to, I've parked, I'm, I'm either listening to a book or a podcast or, uh, something like that. And it gives me time to enjoy that time and have quietness before I go into transitioning into my work day. Right. Well, and also, I'm glad, like, you saying that made me think of something else, like, to have quietness. It's important throughout your day to have quiet time, because that's when God speaks to us, is right. in the quiet time. Yeah. Now, he speaks in all kinds of different ways, but he's rarely silent, and so often, we are so busy, and our our lives are, like, so noisy and filled, filled with busyness, that we don't have the time or the like we don't have the time to stop and listen but also everything is so loud 
and what we're doing that our brains are cluttered. Like we don't we don't hear him speak. Right. So often. Sometimes we don't know how to stop and listen. I I remember when I was a teenager, um, Aunt Wilma would would say like, you 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 need to be you. You need to be quiet and listen. Um, like you, you need to be silent and shut your mind off. You just need to be quiet. Well, it's important for everybody to take a Sabbath. That is another thing. <laughs> That's another thing I like in the book that I'm reading. Um, you know, and that looks different for everybody, you know, in the Bible. Yeah. Well, was... will you explain that? Because you told me that the other day and I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I, I know what a Sabbath is, but like, uh, like explain what you're, what you mean by so, that. Because, you know, uh, in biblical times, you know, it was like from like sundown on, say, like the sixth day, you know, Shabbat. Like it was like from the sundown the the night before until like all the next day until the sun goes down, like for 24 whole hours. Like right. they didn't do anything. They didn't do any kind of work, any kind of It was anything. a day of rest. Yes. And so the thing is, is that like, <clears throat> God created that, like the Sabbath. You know, one of the Ten Commandments is remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean that, like, for 24 hours we have to sit in our home and we're not allowed to do anything. But it means that we need a period of rest for our bodies, for our minds, because we're so, like I said, busy. And it could look a whole bunch of different ways for for anybody. It could look different for everybody. So, like, maybe, you know, you have a whole bunch of kids and from the time they get up until the time they go to sleep or whatever, it's go, 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 go because you got soccer practice, A, B, C, D, E, whatever. Mm -hmm. So maybe you get up an hour early in the mornings and have your quiet time to commune with the Lord. Maybe it's in the evenings. Maybe it's whenever, you know, maybe it's like, like for you, like you already know that you're going to plan to get somewhere 30 minutes early. So you can use that time to, Right. You know, to breathe, to focus your mind, to refocus your mind on the Lord, to, you know, commune with him. We just, it, it could be, you know, maybe it's broken up. Maybe you know every day that, like, you don't have a giant chunk of time, but you always have five minutes before you walk into work. And then you've got five minutes before you pick your kids up. And you've got five minutes. So, you know, five minutes here and five minutes there and five minutes here. It adds up to 20 or 30 minutes. Right. You know, it's important to use that time, identify the the couple minutes or a little bit of downtime that you have. And if you have yourself penciled in from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep, that is not good for you. You no. need to reschedule yeah. your days. That's a day of stress. Yeah. And um, also, you won't be able to refuel or get anything, like hear the Lord speaking to you. And then you won't have anything to give to your kids, to your spouse. Right. And and I I've heard this saying one time, and I like I I like to use this often because it's a good way of looking at it, is that you can't pour from an empty cup. Right. So what you don't have, you can't give. Right. So if you are constantly drained yourself, you can't give to others. You can't help your kids. You can't help your spouse. You can't help, you know, your friends, the people in your life. You can't be there for them, because you're not there for yourself. Right. And if you. Uh, you know, it's and also, take, most importantly, you can't hear God like you right. were saying. It's important to take time for yourself. So if that's not an option, like maybe your house is a really noisy place or you just got a lot of stuff going on, then then leave for a few minutes. 
right you know, then get in your car and as and y'all have heard my house is a very noisy place right. and it's not just the people it's also my fridge <laughs> it's the appliances too yeah and the doors and the dog and the but I mean, like, if you, if honestly, like, if that my, is you, my table, yeah, your table makes noise. Um, Emily's never alone; she always has something talking to her. Yes. But honestly, uh, you know, if if it's not possible for you to have that quiet time in your house, then <laughs> then leave your house. <laughs> you know, I mean, yes. go pick the busiest coffee shop with the longest drive-through line and sit in it for forty-five minutes and wait. To get yourself a cup of coffee. Yes. And don't text unless, message and don't turn on the radio. And unless you're the type of person who needs your coffee right now and you can't handle that. Then get your own coffee and go sit in a parking lot right. at a park or go sit go do in a park or go something. To a go library. feed ducks. It's yes. quiet at the library. Yes. Go to Barnes & Noble. Go to go somewhere. Remove yourself from the busy, loud, you know. But if go you're going to go to the library, make sure it's not the day where they're having the kids hour, you know, because yeah. then it gets loud. But, yeah, but do, or, or unless I mean, you, and you know, just enjoy watching the families together reading books or whatever. But right. don't be a creeper. But go, yeah, don't be a creeper. Just, but, like, if you can't get that quiet space inside your house, then, then. Leave your house. Leave for just a little bit. Obviously, okay. Don't leave your kids. Don't leave your kids unattended. <laughs> that was literally what I was going to say. Uh, you know, but do what you need to do. You know, maybe make a game out of it and say, if you can't leave your kids, you know, they're too small or there's somebody to watch them, then say, we're going to go outside and we're going to see, you know, we're going to like make a game. We're going to see how, who can stay quiet the longest. Or we're going to go, this is the time, we're all going to have quiet time in our room. Everybody go to your room and we're going to have 10 minutes of quiet time. You can play, you just need to be quiet because everybody needs to take a mental rest. It's important to teach your kids how to take a Sabbath. Yes, it is. But or you can you can go outside with your kids yes. and let them play and you enjoy the quiet yeah, of sitting the there park. and watching them. Go to the park and let them run out all yes, of the energy because, and you sit on the bench and watch them play. Because there might still be a lot of noise going on around you, but you can still have that moment of peace knowing that like you have time for yourself. Yeah. But still keep an eye on Even your kids. Even if there's, like, a lot of noise around you, like, sometimes it still feels peaceful and quiet. Right. Because yes. you're able to sit down, take some deep breaths. You know, you're not having to do something right now. And, um, actually, one of the... I feel like this turned into, from an episode of Happiness and Joy to, uh... Take some time for yourself. It is, kind but they're of, kind but of one in the of, same. Yeah, they, they it kind of. Like, I just wanted to like bring it back yeah. that like we are talking about being it does happy, contribute like, to that and having joy. But what used were you saying? to um, well, the the gentleman actually, uh, we were having like a devotional before um, before morning worship one Sunday uh, after music practice, and he was talking about taking a Sabbath, and actually that's who I heard this uh, about the book from, so I ordered it immediately, and you know he was saying used to things were different. Like when you would go to stand in line, like, you know, before cell phones and all that, like there wasn't anything to do. So you would, all you, all there was to do was stand, stand in, in line, line and wait. Right. You didn't have things to occupy your mind. Right. So it was kind of like you had some quiet, you were forced to take quiet time. Right. Now you go to a place that has a long line. What do you, what do you see? Everybody has their phone out. Yeah. People are scrolling the infinite news feed social media, pick your pleasure, whatever. Right. And your mind is not 
taking a break. Yeah. Used to, you know, there wasn't anything to do. Like, that. this is the time we're just going to stay in the line and we're going to take a break. Right. Like, when yeah. I was at work, we had some downtime and I heard, like, three different people on TikTok. Like, I just heard them swiping through little short videos yeah. and I was like... Because people are just... They want... They crave busyness. Like, right. It is an epidemic, kind of. Like, it, but it's a trick of the enemy. Right. You know, if he can't make us... What is it? What is it saying? Like, if he can't make you sin, he'll make you busy or something like yes. that. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, if he can't, you know, get you Which to quit church true. and leave the Lord, he'll just make you busy. Right. So, but yeah, we did kind of transition from like joy, happiness, hope to like busyness. But well, but also being busy so all the time it can can, can take can your happiness your, away. Yeah, yeah, can make you feel depressed. Can rob you of your joy. Like you know, you can just get to a point of total exhaustion and desperation that it you know it causes you to have a breakdown like that's how i make you physically sick that's how i feel when i'm just around too much chaos yeah like i just need peace sometimes so like for you you need to be able to recognize that and be like i need to leave nobody's allowed to come with me right i'm not mad at anybody but i need some time alone and everybody leave me alone don't text message me there was one day when you y'all came over to my house you and your husband and your daughter and you were like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I'm just tired of people asking me questions. Yeah. Like, it was just like, le- like nonstop. Oh, what's this? What's that? Who's, what, what's going on over here? Like, and it wasn't, it was, it wasn't one person, but then you started asking me yeah. questions and I was like, I'm tired of people asking me questions. And then your husband. Yeah. Stir in the pot. Yeah. Why are you tired of people asking you questions? What you well, what's wrong with asking you questions? He walks around with a spoon. And I literally <laughs> stopped. He does. He walks around with a spoon. I literally stopped and I told him, I said, I need you to stop. I'm, I'm on the verge of tears cry. right now. You, like, I need you to stop. And he did. But, it, you know, so it yeah. was just, it's it's just like, that's one of the things but I'm like, you know, I don't care when people ask like me questions. That. It was just a nonstop, like. Yeah, your brain was like, I need a break. But in that right. time, it's like, before it gets to that point. You need to recognize you're yes. the only person that can allow yourself a Sabbath. Right. You can't control the actions of anybody else around no. you. And because of that, you can control, but you can control your own actions. Right. So because of that, especially it's really easy for you because you don't have any children right now tying you down to the house or whatever. You can say, I need a break and I'm leaving for an hour. Yeah. And nobody call me. Well, don't ask me any questions. I'm leaving. And that's what I told you the other day. Like I, I literally think that having work these past few weeks has it has exhausted me more because I've been like mentally right like you know I've been using my brain more to work but also like it's been kind of a break because it has been a relatively quiet time um of just answering phones so like when when I didn't have a phone call like I was able to just be focus and do that you know quiet so absolutely but, yeah, so it's important to do that, but it's also important to know that joy comes from the Lord. That's right. Happiness, Happiness is circumstantial. Is about, exactly. And you need and you to know the difference. You need yeah, to know you the can. difference. You can't trust your heart. If your heart tells you, I'm sad or you whatever, you may have you a good heart. Be, but but you the can't heart trust is it. deceitfully <laughs> wicked. Yes. So. So. You guys, this has been a lot of fun. We talked about a lot of things. We we stretched our uh, focus to, I guess, like three or four things besides. We did. We also were. because I okay. think that we sometimes change to what's going on around us at the time. Yeah. So. And, you know, because like this, like she said, this is a real life podcast and, you know, everybody struggles with different things and it kind of all ties together. So. Yes. Yeah. And there are four people in this house right now and we're making everyone be quiet. So. Yeah. 
Uh, so we're we're so they're actually doing we're gonna really end job. their torture. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, until next week, you guys. Yeah. Uh, bye. Be, be weird. Choose, choose joy. Thank you for listening to the Pushing Back the Darkness podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review and also share this with your friends. Everyone could use joy. If you would like to send us an email, you can email us at pushingdarkness at gmail.com or you can send us a voice message. We would love to hear from you. Don't forget, choose joy. Choose joy.